Cat and Cloud podcast is sponsored by Steeped Coffee. Steeped Coffee is a new brewing method that combines specialty craft coffee into a single serving bag. You don't need a machine. You don't have to make a mess no matter where you are. All you have to do is add hot water. Each steep pack is individually sealed in nitrogen flush, so it stays fresh, and it's got this special immersion filter. And the filter is ultrasonic sealed, which means it's sealed together with no glue, no staples, so there's no weird stuff floating around in your coffee. Steeped is a benefit B Corp. They ethically source all their coffee. Their packaging is fully compostable, and they believe that business should be done without compromise. You can get your hands on steeped coffee at steepedcoffee.com. That's S-T-E-E-P-E-D coffee.com. Asking your local retail stores to start carrying steeped or having your favorite roaster reach out and get in touch. If you happen to be in Santa Cruz, come on by any of the Cat and Cloud locations. We have it there for you. Basically, they're just doing their best to change the coffee industry and make your life more convenient with their pre-portioned, pre-ground innovation. So tell all your friends. Dude, what's good, everybody? Been a long time. Been a long time. But you know what? We're here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we are, dude. This All right. Part, we are. We're here. Dude, check it out. All right. Middle of quarantine. Cafe just closed down. We're in here, and we're going to talk about something special that we're doing, something that we just fired up. Came from the brain of the Jared Truby, who I'm sitting right next to. This is Chris Baca, by the way, in case you forgot me. Did Don't you forget ever forget. His voice? Don't ever forget. Don't forget his voice. I got a little bit of a different microphone today. I brought one from home because I, I don't know where the other microphone's been, and I'm not trying to put COVID directly on my nose. Yeah, he's a little bit country, and I'm a little bit rock and roll. So yeah. it's going to be okay. It's like Florida Georgia line, basically. <laughs> exactly. Chris is <laughs> staying in Georgia. We're coming to kill it. Hotlanta represent. All right, we're talking about the best friends club today welcome aka the bfc what is even the bfc why is the bfc well first okay let's talk about the the mystery surrounding coffee right for a lot of people coffee is just something that shows up it shows up in your cup it shows up in your coffee brewer you buy it at the store you make it right you have if that. you're on if you're on the next level you go to your specialty coffee coffee shop like cat and cloud sure. you go and get coffee and even still, you might have some awareness around, you know, like, I know these other people take care of the coffee, but I really don't know where it comes from. Yeah, I mean, for me, I see people trying to, and, and rightfully so, trying to engage on a deeper level by saying, oh, I support fair trade or direct trade coffees. And while that is cool in its sentiment, BFC came from trying to strive and go beyond those things. Right. I think the best things about things like fair trade are probably the worst things about fair trade which is like they're managed and run by this huge organization, which gives lends some credibility to it, right? People feel comfortable with it. I, I feel like I'm giving extra money to go towards this thing. Right. Um, but the downside is that it's a little less personal. And, you know, we've always talked about fair trade as kind of like the best first step in the right direction. Right. But doesn't really mean what most people think it means, which people automatically hear fair trade and are like, oh, cool, the people that produce this coffee are making living wages or they're dialed in, and that's not really how it works. It's just a percentage above commodity-based price. So sure, it's more. Sure. And it's not bad necessarily, but I think the marketing is sometimes misleading. As it uh, is. Maybe the marketing's not misleading. Maybe people just have a misconception of what it is. Well, yeah, that's that's probably the best way to think. Right. It's not, it's not misleading. It is what it is, and we think it's better than it actually ends up being, which is honestly a lot the same to do with direct trade coffee. Oftentimes, 
even though in its sentiment, direct trade coffee means you have a relationship and you're doing business directly with a farmer or a group of farmers that own lots of land. But oftentimes all direct trade means is that you went and met a farmer and it still gets purchased and imported the same way as it would otherwise, which is direct trade between an importer. The direct relationship is actually the importer's relationship and they just bring you along to meet these people and to establish kind of a uh, uh, I see you, you see me, congratulations, now we know who each other are. And here's where the language barrier gets super fucked up. So with something like fair trade, even though it might not be perfect, you know what the system is. Right. Whereas 10 different roasters might refer to direct trade and mean 10 different things by it. Correct. So someone might mean what you just described, where I met the farmer, I shook their hand, I gave my money to the importer. Some people are maybe paying the farmer directly, but probably not really. Most that's, not. that's not happening in most cases. Everyone's got a little bit of a different idea of what quote unquote direct trade is. Yes. Or, you know, you could swap out direct trade for any of those other terms like relationship coffee or sure. you know, whatever you want to call it. So best friends club is something that we're just kind of making our own. This is like our system for interacting with and rewarding people who we think have awesome product and are also awesome people yes. and building relationships of our own that don't need anyone else's stamp of approval. Yeah. And so to take this a little further, it's, it's not very easy to establish relationships in this way because typically you are going to origin with an importer. You have to be connected in some capacity at an origin region and Honduras is where we're starting with an exporter and somebody who can connect you with up and coming farmers who are engaging in specialty coffee practices and putting out that quality of coffee. And so we lucked out and have had this longstanding relationship with Benjamin Paz, who's been on this podcast, who you've seen on videos. And we have this longstanding relationship. His family owns a San Vicente dry mill where most of the coffee from the Santa Barbara mountain region and surrounding areas come before it gets exported. Benjamin and his squad export the coffee to America. And what he has done is taken, personally him, Benjamin, has taken a special liking to establishing specialty coffee in that area. And he started doing that around 12 to 15 years ago and it's blossomed over the years. And what we have found is direct connective relationships where we purchase the majority, if not all of the coffee from our farmer partners. And we go back every year and will continue to buy their coffee every year, regardless of those little swings in quality that can happen due to terroir, weather, et cetera, et cetera. Because to us, a relationship is a relationship where you stick it out through thick and thin and you work together to improve each other's lives. Right. It's kind of like that, um, you know, I'm thinking about that whole, hilariously, since I'm a human who's been divorced before, but that like, till <laughs> death do us part kind of thing. Right. Where, you know, you don't cut and bail on your significant other just because you had a bad day. Like, you know, you figure that shit out. You talk through it. And then at the end of the day, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But it's not like you're just like, oh, one bad interaction. Cool. I'm out. Coffee farm. You know, one bad year of harvesting. Cool. I'm out. Because the fucked up thing about that is that it's completely <laughs> it's exploitive. You know, it's, yes. it's just it's total bullshit. And it's totally fine if you want to do that, but you can't mix the two together. Yeah, you can't claim it. to be a relationship-based coffee company 
and then also be strictly a quality-based coffee company because at some point in time, those two paths are going to cross and it's not going to add up. It's not going to add right? up. And those things are completely outside the producer's control. Like, you know, if you have a really bad year of Roya or something like that, coffee rust, like, right. for all intents and purposes, they can't do anything about it. So anyway, I'm just like making a little... Just a little just note a little there note of like, you know, talk the talk, walk the walk thing. And we another, you know, little sprinkle of sprinkle flavor that I'll add sprinkle in there is like, in, Chris, we don't build a ton of our marketing on our relationships in coffee. It's not like a huge part of the story that you'll hear from us. Like you'll hear a lot about culture from us. You hear a lot about the way we build our business. You'll hear a lot about our personal stories and how Cat and Cloud came to be. And we're just not huge on doing those things because it's a really it's it's tricky. We to just want to be really honest and authentic yeah. with how we how we get about it. Yeah. So, so let's talk about what the best friends club is. So, like, how does it work? Well, okay. You're okay. I want to go. I want to go deeper. You wanna, you wanna I want to go deeper. But no, no, no. Let's. I mean, we can talk about how it works in simple, and and then we'll we'll move on to some of the depth behind it. So, best friends club. We have already established with our. Farmer Partners in Honduras, specifically on the Santa Barbara Mountain. There's five of them right now. We have established a good relationship where we purchase, at this time, all of the coffee. So you've heard the names Damien Chavez and some of the story behind that. Wilson Morales, Pedro Moreno, um, Pedro Garcia, Angel Antonio Rivera. Uh, and you've heard these names. What this project does is we establish the price already, but when you purchase a bag of coffee, a dollar from that purchase is going to be sent back to the farmer partners that we have there. So each bag of coffee, $1, which is significant. And through the process of going there, we've learned a ton about their lives for one. We spend a whole day, which isn't very long, but at the same time, it's a long time when you spend a full legitimate day, not just like a hangout time. We spend a significant amount of time with their family, walking around, talking as best we can. We spent... The required <laughs> yeah, six exactly. hours exactly. It's like, to call each other friends. That's it. And we go back every year. But what we found out is the average pay, take-home pay, for these people are around $300 a month American, which is not a lot of money, for one. And the amount and the, the work that they do is hard. And the families they have and the things they're trying to help take care of and, and tend to are stressful. And we realized that we could show our commitment to them as partners and let them have a little something extra by doing something so simple, which is just raise the price of our coffee $1 and then pay that directly to them. And a lot of people try to go through and talk about how to pay farmers more. And it's like if everybody along the, the supply chain just raised their prices 10 cents, it could add up to this. And it's like, what if we just like did something super simple? Pull a dollar, give a dollar. And it's not as simple as that. We needed to connect with Benjamin to make sure that he could manage the money and get it to them. So it's not quite as simple as that. We've done the work. What this could mean, though, is around 150 to $200 a bag of coffee, give or take, for each one of them. And that is a significant amount of income, considering you could picture a month of work being 
You kind of get like a free month. You can get a free month of work. You get a 13-month fiscal year for the price of 12 months. That's what I'm talking That's what I'm talking that's about, cool, baby. That's cool, dude. That's, and, and, dude, that can go to – they can do whatever they want with that. Like, the cocaine. thing is, is a lot of them – Cocaine especially. Like, we're hoping they just do cocaine and just, like, feel really good for one month and then just binge. No. I got, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit some clarifying things in there yeah, real quick. So, one, you were saying we buy all their coffee. Not all of those farmers do we buy all of their coffee. Right now we do. Do yes. We buy all of Pedro Moreno's coffee. Oh no, Pedro! No, no, no. He was a slip. So you're right, not Pedro Moreno. Okay, I was Everybody just clarifying. Else. So yes. like, Pedro Moreno. And that's why I said that because yeah. you've probably heard of Pedro Moreno. He's like the great granddaddy yeah, of El Cedral. Yeah, he doesn't um, count. You know, he's like the OG specialty coffee producer Correct. in that region. So we're definitely not buying all of his coffee. Mm-mm. I just wanted that was for the coffee. Forgot about that. That was guy. for the coffee nerd listening who's yeah. like, "You're a fucking liar, bro! No. I got that coffee on my shelf." Garcia, too. Antonio, yeah, yeah, all the rest, all the rest of those names, we purchase all of their coffee. And then another clarifying question: How does the one dollar work? So does like a dollar from Davian, Damian Chavez's bag of coffee equal one dollar to Damian Chavez, Correct. or is it collective? That's the plan. No, it's one to one. Yeah, yeah, it's one to one. So we have the amount of coffee we purchased to the, from them in pounds. And we have the ability to track it to all of our stores and on our web and to our wholesale partners. And that will get tracked back. And so we'll say, hey, this much is dedicated to so-and-so, 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 and so-and-so. Break it up. Send it back. Um, and I believe I actually forgot Nellen Guzman. So I, I should have swapped out Pedro Moreno for Nellen Guzman. That was the name that I missed out. And I meant to say we purchased all those people's coffee, those five. Got you. Yep. Now we're in the zone. Now we're in the zone. All right. Fact checker over here. Good job. Fact checker. That's yeah. uh, that's uh, it's my brain. It's the thing. Yes. Yeah. Pedro Moreno it. will not get kickbacks. He's a baller. He's already rich. But he's bro. already rich. I saw him on Elsa draw fucking just pull up in his Escalade. Killing the game. Apparently it was the one from the big timers video in 99. You guys remember that one? Yeah. Shit was hot. <laughs> <laughs> so really, I mean, this came down to. So uh, to take this back to the the. The person who will be able to put out the most coffee in the long run will be Wilson Morales and Damian Chavez. They have the land. But the rest of this squad, Nellen Guzman, Pedro Garcia, Angel Antonio, currently they're pretty capped. Pedro Garcia, his practices are insane, and he is looking to plant some special coffees, and he's got some more land to develop. But they're never going to produce a ton of coffee. And so for us, we're seeing that, and we're seeing this quality – and we're seeing their life, and we're like, man, how can we help in a way that's manageable for all? And that's a lot of where Best Friends Club came from, beyond what we said at the beginning. We want to actually establish something that we do that is fully us in the context of our relationships with green buying coffee. So we've established, actually, and we're working on establishing some connections in Guatemala and Colombia next. And we have the initial pathways to that. We're in a pandy now, so we haven't been able to go and start that lion. Can't go anywhere. But we are excited to launch the Best Friends Club in October. Yeah, nobody wants Americans. Nobody wants Americans. Thanks. I'm going to hit it harder. More hard questions Bring for, it. for the people. We charge a dollar extra. Right. We take that dollar. Yep. Who do we give it to? Benjamin Paz. And then he gives it to Direct whoever. people, yeah, because they, they're directly in contact. We theoretically, which we don't want to do, is bring up that big check and be like, check us out. Like, this isn't about us going and getting the picture, handing over the money. Right. The only reason I'm talking about it and we're celebrating it like this is to let people know that when they purchase coffee from Honduras, it is going to have a direct impact and they can hopefully find themselves in those conversations as well as our team. They can, they can learn more about who we're connecting with. We can start telling their stories. You, we have some video recorded with uh, their faces and things so you can kind of get like a visual 
It's less about the marketing idea, although it's, it's worth telling the story because it does mean something to us. It's, it's engaging. I get excited about it. Right. I right. mean, yeah, because there's two kinds of marketing. There's marketing where it's just like, look at me, and it's like totally right. performative. Or there's marketing that's like, I have something that I'm really excited about, and you should be excited about it too, and right. this is why. Yes. And it's like the connection that we have to this area. You know, you've been more than I have, but the first time that we went, oh, man. It was, we'd been going to – you know, we're not green buyers or anything, but we've been traveling to coffee growing countries for basically our whole career. So yeah. it's cool to see like a new region and then make what feels like a really authentic connection to someone else and just be like, I'm pretty down with this dude. Like super it, down. Like we would get lunch together if he was here. Oh, I would for you, sure. You know what I'm saying? It's not I like, would hang out with all of these people consistently if and I, I could. Like I don't feel that way about every person that grows coffee. I just don't as long as, you know, I'm sure a lot of people would love to romanticize that. But like when you take something like farmers, this or farmers that it's like, that's cool. But like, I can't really make blanket statements about people because they're humans. <laughs> and Like here's a group of humans that we have this connection with. And this is just our way of making it, making it awesome. So like on their end, they obviously have resources that they can do whatever they want to with hopefully to like improve their lives or improve their product or whatever they want to do. Yeah. There's, there's no strings attached probably to it. Be a little both. Right. Probably right. be a little of both. And then here, like we get to celebrate that coffee because coffee with a story is coffee. That's exciting. Yes. Coffee that you want to talk about when you're on the other side of the bar to people who come in. That's exciting when you're in a pandemic and everyone's fucking bored out of their mind and they want something to celebrate. Like there's a moment of, connection yes and that's fucking rad that's an experience so yes that's and my that, rant right there no i think that's a great that's a great rant and i think there's something to be said about that energy that we get to sure like the monetary thing is great for them and it'll mean a shit ton but how about the energy that we get to come with and be excited about and when we send them videos and wilson like wilson morales he jumped on uh with ben Hamin a couple of zoom calls with our staff and we talked about coffee and shared some insight and had some fun translating translations and translators with people who work in our company there's this when collective energy is positive and it's shared there's something cool that comes out of that that is intangible and that's essentially what we're trying to cultivate and we're trying to cultivate it in a two-way fashion where we as the americans who sell this coffee and who purchase this green coffee for pretty cheap and get to sell you the best coffee on earth for pretty cheap considerably if you compare it to wine and other things we can take it and make some sort of tangible celebration happen where everybody gets to feel good and feel connected to something at the same time. And I think that is where the real magic comes into play. And sure, you could argue that we could do that without the extra money, but I like being able to give a gift back when I feel like I'm getting a gift. Like there's a reason nobody buys American coffee because it's super expensive because our freaking labor market is different. Like we can that's a whole other conversation sounds like you're talking about inspiring connection by creating <sighs> memorable experiences i really bro. am it's like deep in the soul right now and that's that's why i love honduras i feel very connected to it i may feel inspired by it i feel inspired by the people and the simplicity of how happy something as much as three hundred dollars which is not a lot for most of the people out there you're like oh three hundred dollar paycheck is nothing it's like yeah and you get more than that twice a month most likely <laughs> so it's a big deal it's a big deal. Tight. Tight is that right. That was rad. Yeah, that's all we got. Good That's chat. not all we got. So look for the Best Friends Club. You'll see the stickers on the bags. You'll see it on the website. Whenever you purchase a coffee from Honduras, specifically these farmers, you will get, they will get a kickback of $1. So you could find yourself learning about them, 
You'll see some on our YouTube. You'll see some on our website. It'll be fun. Check it out. Know that it's going to a good cause. Best Friends Club, where you see it, so shall be a dollar. <laughs> For Wait, someone. one more question. Tell me. Is this a lifetime thing? This is the beginning of a practice. So this is an idea. Right. Yes. So, so it's not like a one a year thing. like, oh, we do it this year and then it's just the thing and then it falls off. Best Friends Club is for our Honduran partners that I mentioned, the five. Friends for life. Friends for life. <laughs> and as long as we continue to be in relationship, which is the plan, there's no reason to not, it will continue to kick back. So what you really should look for is and be excited about is if you see a Best Friends Club sticker on a coffee from some other farm or some other region or somewhere else and be like, oh, snap. They've expanded the program. And that's neat. Yes. Dope, dude. See you in Colombia. Bye. See you in Antigua. (laughs) And I'll see you next year in Jerusalem. (laughs) In Jerusalem.